Welcome to this podcast, Advances in Asset Allocation. I'm Usman Hayat from CFA Institute, and joining me is Professor Lionel Martellini, who's Professor of Finance at the AdHack Business School and Scientific Director at AdHack Risk Institute. Welcome, Professor Martellini. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Let me start off by asking you, what changes in investment approaches in the asset management industry have you seen in the last 20 to 30 years? Okay, uh, well, the asset management industry tends to be a fascinating industry, in fact, because it evolves uh, substantially over, it has evolved substantially over the years, and I think it's actually going to keep evolving in, in substantial manner. If we think about the most significant substantial changes over the past maybe 20, 30 years, uh, let's think about what has happened in the last decade. So in the 80s, then we've had this new concept of passive money management. So before the 80s, every manager was an active manager. In the 80s came along the idea that, you know, in a cost-efficient way, maybe we should focus on, on, on delivering the index performance as opposed to trying to beat the index. Then in the 90s came along the multi-management industry kind of new paradigm. There was also a very big evolution. The idea was actually starting from the same premises, namely the recognition that it's very hard to outperform the market index on a risk-adjusted basis uh, by doing security selection only. And the idea, but with a more kind of optimistic kind of ending, so the idea was there are very few managers that can do it, but we're not going to give up. We're going to provide investors with access to these best managers. So that was the birth of the multi-management industry with this open architecture and, and all these evolutions. And then the, the, the current padding change, I mean, the one in which we live probably, is what people call the core satellite investing. And the core satellite approach to investing is actually not anything new. It's a combination of those two padding changes. So in the core part of investors' portfolio, mostly the advice is to go passive, low cost and going with the passive strategies. And in the satellite components, then the idea is to take a look at these multi-managers, the best active managers, and, and get access to alpha through these satellites. So, you know, these are kind of, it's not a new, it's not a new concept, it's a combination of these two concepts. And how do you see new changes taking place going forward? Well, we have strong evidence that new padding changes are currently underway. And, and, and money is not going to be managed uh, in the years ahead in the same way it has been managed in the past few years and it is being managed now. In particular, something that is highly being questioned in, in a very significant manner is this idea of having market cap weighted indices as being sent to stage. If you think about passive, you're, replica you're replicating a market cap weighted index. Active, you're trying to beat the market cap weighted index. Core satellites, you're doing a combination of those two things. Well, the problem is we have accumulated evidence that market cap weighted index is a lousy, very bad starting point because it is a severely inefficient portfolio. So trying either to replicate or to outperform a severely inefficient portfolio doesn't sound like the proper way to add value for investors. So I, we are seeing now a new form of added value that will come and that will take the shape of designing better benchmarks. Especially it's already happening in the equity universe, but we feel that it's also going to happen in the bond universe as well. So that's one main paradigm change that, that we are seeing. And also, in terms of, of broad changes, we see an increased focus on, on risk management uh, and asset allocation decisions as well. When you say risk management, what exactly do you mean by it? Well, in fact, there are actually three forms of risk management techniques. 
The first form of risk management techniques is called risk diversification. So the point of the risk diversification is diversifying away risk by investing in assets or securities that are imperfectly correlated so that everything doesn't go wrong at the same time. Okay, and again, as we've said, market cap weighted indices are poorly diversified, inefficient benchmarks. That's why we see kind of initiatives in the direction of improving them. That's now, that's only one approach to risk management. There is another approach to risk management, which is hedging. When you think about it, people don't diversify away liability risk. That's not the way to go. The, the way to think about liability risk and the way to manage it is to think about hedging away liability risk, which is, you know, kind of re reducing the exposure to liability risk in the first place. And then there is a third approach to uh, risk management, which is insurance. And insurance is convenient, risk insurance is convenient because it allows you to get protection on the downside while at the same time giving you access to the upside performance, which obviously is important. And how does risk management relate to meeting investors' goals? It's an important question because investor goals are not set in terms of, of risk management objectives. Investor goals are typically set in terms of long-term consumption objectives. So investors, whether they are institutional or private, they typically need to face consumption payments, liability payments over a long horizon. Okay, so whatever is needed for them is whatever methodology that we can think of using that will allow them to improve the probability of achieving those objectives. Okay. Now, risk diversification is important in that context. It's a piece of the puzzle because risk diversification will allow them to get access to well-diversified performance-seeking portfolio, and they need performance in the first place. Then hedging is important because hedging will allow them to hedge out the impact of risk factors uh, that have a strong influence on the value of the liability. So I'm talking about, I'm thinking about things like interest rate risk and inflation risk. So that's also another piece of the puzzle which is important. And, and lastly, uh, and the, the last piece of the puzzle which is also very important is that all these investors, even though they have long-term goals, are also facing a number of short-term constraints. And meeting those short-term constraints needs requires different set of techniques that are that are called you know typically risk insurance techniques how would you comment on the conflict between long-term investment goals and short-term risk management constraints it's an important problem in fact we have evidence that even the longest term investors if we think about pension funds for example are in fact facing a number of very strong short-term constraints these constraints could be regulatory constraints under the form of minimum funding ratio requirements that are imposed in most developed countries. But they also could take the form of accounting impact constraint where the trend towards mark-to-market valuation of, of assets but also liabilities have induced a very substantial amount of short-term volatility uh, in, in sponsor companies' uh, financial statements on the basis of these uh, market performance, stock market performance. So clearly, most of the challenges in investment problem could be related to the tension or the conflict between long-term investment objectives and short-term constraints. And in fact, the risk management techniques that we were discussing are precisely meant, they have been designed, engineered, so as to maximize the probability of meeting the long-term investment objectives while respecting the short-term constraints. So what is your key point regarding risk management and asset allocation? 
Well, a couple of, of points that I think are important. First of all, risk management decisions and asset allocation decisions are definitely very much intertwined and, and related. So the modern approach to risk management is involving smart, advanced asset allocation techniques based not only, as we said, on risk diversification, but also on risk hedging and insurance. So that, that, that's the first uh, important comment. The other important comment I would like to make is that risk management is not only about risk reduction. Risk management is also about, and, and more importantly, perhaps, about return enhancement. So the idea is the following. It's only by optimizing the way we spend investors' risk budgets that we can actually enhance the performance of their portfolio. If we don't use these techniques explicitly, what we will end up doing is underutilizing the risk budgets given by investors in normal market conditions with a very strong associated opportunity costs. And we will end up overutilizing these risk budgets in extreme market conditions where the situation is going to become very painful for investors. So that's why we, we feel those techniques are important because they uh, put the best optimization expenditure of the risk budgets at the, at the center stage. And my final question to you is, what learning resources would you suggest to an investment professional who wants to learn more about risk management and asset allocation? Well, there is the painful way, which essentially consists in taking a look at these articles and research papers published in the, in the academic journals and trying to make sense out of them. You can also take a look at books, and there have been recently published a number of interesting textbooks on, on these questions, advances in asset location and, 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 and risk management. Uh, you can also also attend, you know, sometimes short courses. It so happens that EDEC uh, Risk Institute is, is organizing, jointly running with the CFA Institute, a seminar on advances in asset allocation, but also an opportunity to get like a short uh, three days introduction to these concepts. This concludes our podcast. Thank you, Professor Marcellini, for your time. And thank you for joining us. Copyright 2009 CFA Institute. No part may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, electronic, mechanical, recording, or otherwise, without the express prior written permission of CFA Institute. This program is designed to give accurate and authoritative information in regard to the subject matter covered. It is distributed with the understanding that CFA Institute is not engaged in rendering legal, accounting, tax, investment, or other expert advice. If legal advice or other expert assistance is required, the services of a competent professional should be sought.